The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar soccer fans. Welcome Pitchside Inside Southfield on the beautiful Brigham Young University campus in Provo, Utah, as this evening, this late afternoon, the Cougars kick off a long-awaited four-match homestand by hosting the 49ers of Long Beach State. BYU seeking a fourth straight win overall and a fourth consecutive win against the beach. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Grubel. With me, former all-conference Coug, Paige Barker. And to Paige three nights ago in Milwaukee, a power outage postponed BYU's scheduled game at Marquette, moving it back from Friday night to Saturday afternoon. But once they finally hit the pitch, there was no lack of power. BYU beat the Golden Eagles 3-0. That makes it 16 goals in the last three games. The offense on track, and now BYU is back at Southfield. And now, Paige, the Cougars are rolling. They are. They're rolling, and it's such a relief, you know, to get some balls in the back of the net, and especially from some new faces, McKaylee Moore getting a ball in the net, but tonight, Long Beach, they're a great team, a really good team, very technically sound, their midfield will run at you, and they'll do a fancy move to get right past you, so BYU can't settle, they have to have a lot of energy tonight, but it's got to feel good to be back on Southfield and back in their element. Coming up next, my pre-match chat with BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood as BYU women's soccer coverage continues live from Southfield on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Southfield and Provo for BYU Women's Soccer. Tonight featuring the 4-2-1 Cougars against the 4-4 49ers. BYU coming in on a three-match win streak, having outscored the opposition 16-2 over those three games. For BYU head coach Jen Rockwood and her side, the lead-up to tonight's match was not typical. It was already going to be a tight turnaround after a Friday night game in Wisconsin, but then the game got pushed to Saturday due to that power outage, making for a 48-hour turn with a ton of travel. And in our pre-match interview brought to you by Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Head coach Jen Rockwood telling me that uh, her team's physical and mental toughness will be tested today. You know, it's good that these things happen, and a lot of times you just don't have any control over it, and you just got to adjust and adapt to things. And, you know, we told the girls, look, we got to play a couple conference games at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And so even though we we're planning on a night game, you know, this is good, good warm up for us for conference play. And, you know, with our with our no Sunday play, sometimes we do have to have a quick turnaround from a Saturday to a Monday and, or a Thursday to a Saturday. So we're kind of used to that. And so, again, you, you, you can't control those things. So you just got to make the most of them. How proud are you of your team for the way you guys handled the situation in Milwaukee and then coming away with a really strong win on Saturday afternoon? Yeah, really proud of the girls. You know, we challenged them to, to prepare the same and that, you know, so much of our success in 90 minutes depends on how we get started. And uh, we got off to a great start right from the beginning and set the tone and our press was working, our pressure was working, and the, the goals came. So I thought it was a great win for us uh, under, you know, unsure circumstances leading mm-hmm. up to it. And, and now we kind of face that again today and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so it was a road win over a Big East team on the weekend. Now you come home to take on a Big West team with a good historical reputation. and They have lost four times, but as you know, all four losses in that 4-4 four and four record are to ranked teams. 
Yeah, you know, we, we play Long Beach State a lot um, because they play such a great uh, national schedule. They've played UCLA and USC and Auburn, and they've played a, a really tough schedule. And so they're a very dangerous team. And so we have to make sure that we are recovered and ready to go. They, they'll give us a great battle. Um, but we expect to, to be really good, and we expect to be better than we were uh, on Saturday. And, and that's kind of how we've uh, approached each game this season. It's a team you've played rather frequently over the years, and Coach Mauricio is someone you know pretty well. Yeah, Mauricio does a fantastic job there. Um, I know he likes coming here. We like going there, and so we set up a you know, home-and-home home over the years, and uh, they're just a great team for us to play. Like I said, they, they play a great non-conference schedule, and then they usually do really well within their conference, and, and uh, they've got great players. He's done a great job with that program, so we know we'll be in for a big battle tonight. You said you want to be better than you were on Saturday. Where do you want to be better? Because you did win 3-0. Uh, we did, but you can always improve, right? And so there are a few things that we saw from the film that we've already addressed with the girls on some things that we can clean up a little bit. We can be a little bit sharper. We're, we're trying to look to the weak side a little bit more. We're a real right-side-oriented team and, and felt that we, we made some progress in our last game, and we just want to keep building on that. It was your seventh game of the season, first time this season that you started the same starting 11 from back-to-back contests. I presume you'll make it three in a row tonight and stick with the same group? Yeah, we will definitely uh, stick with the same group. Um, we've got a good rotation going. We've got great players coming off the bench giving us, um, you know, McKaylee had a great diving header with one minute left in the in the first half. Um, Sab came up with another big-time save. Um, you know, they really only got one good look at us in the first half, and she had to come up with a big save to keep it at 1-0, and that's what you need from your keepers. So, yeah, we, we feel really good about the start group. So Sabrina went the full 90 uh, for the clean sheet in Milwaukee and she'll be going again tonight between the pipes. So you apparently kind of settled for the most part on, mm-hmm. on, on your keeper and it took you a few games to get there. How do you like the way the competition played out through camp and really into the season? I think it's been great. I mean, they're both, we have three keepers. They're all doing well. They're already all a lot better than they were when we started, and that's what you want to see. I think they challenge each other every day, um, you know, and, and Sabrina's uh, playing a little bit better and more consistent right now, and so we'll go with her. But, you know, that that, that will remain fluid in, in those decisions, but I uh, feel really comfortable with her there. And if we need to call upon Cass, I know she'll be ready to go as well. For someone who's not maybe a prototypical keeper size in Sabrina, what makes her special and allows her to be the kind of player she's been for you in making those big saves? Uh, yeah, she's probably one of the smaller keepers you'll see out there, but she's so quick. She reads the game well. She's worked hard. Even I think she's improved her vertical inch just since January over four inches. So you know she's doing what she can do. She can't control her height, but she can control a lot of other things. But Including distribution? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we feel very comfortable playing back to her. Um, she's very comfortable with her feet. She's a, a great distributor of the ball, but she reads the ball well, even though she's little. Like I said, the save that she had to make, uh, in our last two games were high saves. Yep. She had to tip over the crossbar, so she can cover the space uh, with her size because of her quickness, because of her explosiveness, and because of the way she reads the game. Okay, you've played only two home games in your first seven. Now you get to start a four-game homestand. By the time the homestand ends, you'll already be two two games into league play. Here we go. Yeah, exciting. It's gone really fast, and I think you know, when things are going well and the girls are fun to be around and everything's kind of gelling, I, I think things go really fast. So it's kind of blown, blown by, and I, I think we've gotten better each week and uh and i know everything we do right now is to prepare for our, our first game uh against gonzaga at home um but excited about the matchup tonight for sure hopefully you can blow by a long beach state good luck tonight we'll talk to you post match cool thanks greg all right that is byu head coach jennifer rockwood coming up next as our pre-match coverage continues my conversation with junior goalkeeper sabrina davis this is byu women's soccer on the new skin byu sports network It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match interview. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening once again from Southfield in Provo, Utah for tonight's late afternoon, early evening clash between the Cougars of BYU and the 49ers of Long Beach State. 11th all-time meeting between these two programs. BYU has won seven of the ten get-togethers, including each of the last three. The last meeting was here two years ago and resulted in a 1-0 BYU victory. I'm Greg Grubel, joined by BYU women's soccer standout, former BYU women's soccer standout Paige Barker. She could still play, but she's not still currently. Great to have you along with us on the uh, new skin BYU Sports Network via BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143 on satellite. And for the first time ever, we are on 107.9 FM along the entire Wasatch Front from north to south of the Wasatch Front as well as ESPN 960 in Utah County online. Get us on BYURadio.org, BYUCougars.com slash live radio, ESPN960sports.com as well as the BYU Radio app, the BYU Cougars app, or the ESPN960 app. Hope you enjoy tonight's call, especially those of you tuning in tonight on our brand new BYU Radio Signal 107.9 FM. Well, one of the more recent developments as BYU has won three in a row to improve to 4-2-1 and two and one on the season is the settling on a starting keeper. Sabrina Davis went all the way at Marquette, came away with the clean sheet, made a really nice save, and after six matches of rotating starts among Sabrina and Cassidy Smith, Jen Rockwood has made Davis her number one for now, and Paige, that decision should hopefully mean a, a, an even more confident player between the pipes. We know she has the, the athletic ability. She does, for sure. Very, very athletic. Even though she's small, she is fast. And just like Jen said, she's very sound with her feet. And that is so nice for the back line because essentially it's like you have five now because you play her back, you keep possession. So not only is it confident for, confidence for Sabrina, the coaching staff, but also just the team. They know who's the starting keeper now. They can find a groove, especially on the defensive end. Time now for a pre-match player interview. And tonight is my conversation with the aforementioned Sabrina Davis now the number one keeper for the Cougars. We spoke, spoke earlier today after BYU's run-through slash practice ahead of tonight's game. And, uh, yeah, she says right now she, 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 she agrees that she's uh, had a pretty good stint between the pipes and her team is rolling, and especially, we hope, here at home. We've been playing really well, especially the back line. I mean, maybe I'm biased because I'm a defender, but I thought the back line did really well. They have made it easy for the opponents not to get shots off and then the attacking side putting goals away, which is what we've been working on. Um, preseason and this season so it's been good they've been playing well I'm excited and the team was poised in dealing with uh, the delay from Friday night pushing it to the next day and and knowing you had a quick turnaround for tonight and just kind of business as usual yep I was gonna say Jen called us in that night right when they were saying that the electricity was out and that we weren't gonna play tonight and she sent us out a text and saying that we need to be mentally tough and prepared coming in playing that next day at one o'clock um, we're not used to playing in the afternoon so mm-hmm. it was a mental game but I thought our team handled it well and yeah we felt prepared from your own standpoint uh, having to be mentally tough and knowing that uh, some games you've played as a starter some as a reserve just always being ready yeah no definitely I was gonna say there this whole preseason and just season as well it's Cass and I've been splitting halves and so the mental toughness thing is a huge part not only as a goalkeeper component but like as a team as a whole just making sure that those that aren't on the bench are ready to go and those even playing starters have to be prepared so yeah soccer is definitely a mental mm-hmm. game I was ready to watch you play on Friday night I didn't get to and for obvious reasons I get I didn't get to see the game Saturday because I was over in uh, Madison but uh, you picked up the clean sheet team scored three yep. um, take us back through that game from your perspective on how it uh, how it unfolded well it started off we had great energy we came out I know I think it was we were very frustrated with the situation and that happened the night before so we had a lot of energy and just wanted to come out and performed our absolute best um so we scored um in the 20th minute i think sid put a beautiful cross away which is what we work on all the time during mm-hmm. practice and then they had one good shot on goal um but like i said the back line and i were able to keep it out and then in the second half 
two awesome good goals by Elise and McKaylee. Yeah, a diving header, actually. So that was awesome. But, yeah, it was a great – they're a physical team, and so I thought we prepared really well for the game. Not every team's going to schedule, for obvious reasons, uh, a 48-hour turnaround with travel, which it basically turned out <laughs> to be for was, you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now dealing with the fact that you're playing so quickly after a Saturday weekend game with travel, again, it's all about, I guess, being tough, right? Yep, exactly, and just making sure we're doing the right things. Like last night, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but we went on a walk in the here in the IPF for it's 20 okay to minutes. to walk on a Sunday. We just didn't know a President Worthen approved of that. <laughs> so we went on a walk, got our team out, and talked about what we were looking forward to today and just like you said we weren't expecting to have a 48 hour game i mean we were just so i don't know it was a mental game but we're ready to play against long beach and yeah let them have it all right so back in milwaukee when the whole uh, bobby brown bell biv devoe thing was unfolding on social media every the question i got asked the most was do these girls even know who bobby brown is and i said there are some girls that are there down right well my dad was growing up and same with Alyssa's dad growing up always played actually bobby brown but (laughs) It wasn't mainly, I guess it was, I didn't know him so much as a solo artist, solo artist. It was more of like the new edition background. Mm-hmm. So right when Alyssa was joking around in the hotel saying that, hey, he's at our hotel. I didn't believe her. Then we looked up online that he was performing there and he happened to be there. And I left him the note and it you worked got, out. You got, you got up the nerve to leave him a note <laughs> yep. and he responded. Yep. We, we left it under his door. We were just like, hey, we know you're here. We'd love to get a signature. His body card comes, knocks down the next day on our door and was like, hey, he told me to give this to you. So caught me in. PD, who's my roommate, um, off guard, and then he was like, I'll tell you this, if you come down in 20 minutes in the lobby, we'll take a picture with you, and or he'll take a picture with you, and so I quickly called Alyssa, we were down there in 10 minutes, so we were totally waiting by the elevator, and he happened to be outside, and yeah, we got a picture with him, it was super cool. So he had soccer stalkers, and he was okay with that? <laughs> totally fine with that, it was funny, because the bodyguard was like, these are the girls, and he was like, oh, you're the girls that left me the note, so it was just, it worked out great, and he wished us luck. And it ended up being a great weekend in every way. All right, uh, nicely done. Congrats on the win on the weekend. Hope you get another one here tonight. Good luck. Thank you. All right, that is junior goalkeeper Sabrina Davis. Cougar pre-match live continues after this, live from Provo and Southfield on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar pre-match live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. So welcome back inside Southfield and Provo after playing only two of their first seven matches here at home. BYU now opening a four-game home set, including their first two West uh, West Coast Conference games, and those will come starting next week. So the home set will be Long Beach State tonight, uh, Utah Valley on Friday night. Then the following Thursday, former BYU assistant coach Chris Watkins takes his Gonzaga Bulldogs into Provo. And then two days later on Saturday the 29th, it'll be BYU and Portland. That game, by the way, programming note will be on ESPN 960 only as that night the rest of the network will have a BYU football at Washington as the game time got set today and so the BYU Washington football game and the BYU Portland women's soccer games will be going a concurrent so we'll have football on most of the network and soccer on ESPN 960 that's a week from Saturday just for some uh, advanced programming information as for tonight it's a second to last non-conference contest with visiting Long Beach State coming into Southfield the 49ers or the beach as they like to be called four and four on the season but all four losses were the top 25 teams, and three of the four were played away from home. The head coach of the 49ers is Mauricio Ingracia, now in his 15th season with the beach, and we talked a short time ago here in Provo about having a, just lost a 3-0 road decision at USC on Friday and backing that up with another road game at another tough away venue tonight. Uh, we got up last night, um, checked in the hotel about 11 o'clock. 
Okay, yeah. so a chance to resettle in after the USC game and get your bearings before you came back out on the road then? Yeah, we had a, a training. We had a day off on Friday, on Saturday, and then we trained on Sunday morning uh, and then took a 640 flight uh, direct to Salt Lake. Okay, so you've played uh, four ranked teams so far. BYU's played a couple of top fives and five road games of their first seven. I think both teams have philosophies of getting ready for league by toughening themselves up in non-conference. Yeah, no, we played uh, SC, UCLA, both top five at the time, and uh, and uh, Auburn and Texas, uh, very formidable teams. And we were talking with our team that uh, you know we I think uh, on Friday night was it was one of those days where uh, collectively we just didn't deserve the uh, a result on Friday. But uh, I think that's the only one where we didn't res- deserve a result. And I think the the team feels like uh, tonight is a is a night is a is a game for us to respond with. So of the eight games you played, maybe the one outlier of the bunch you think was USC. Yeah, I think uh, I think SC for 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 a few different reasons. Um, you know, we just we just weren't 100 uh, percent who we are. We weren't ourselves. And uh, but all the other games we've been in the games, I think we've deserved a little bit more. Our record's a little deceiving right now. Okay, of the teams you faced, and there've been some good ones. Where does BYU kind of drop into that mix? I think BYU's just as good as any of those ranked opponents that we faced. I watched them on film. I think they've grown quite a bit I think at the beginning maybe they had a little bit of a hangover from from last year um, but I feel with each game they've been growing and, and I've been keeping an eye on and, and yeah we're, we're definitely uh, going to have a battle tonight. The series has been pretty regularly played over the years why is it a good series for both programs? Well there's a lot of re- mutual respect uh, between the staffs and the, and the programs um, we draw uh, a tremendous crowd in Long Beach and I, I, we always we're used to playing in front of great crowds here um, and I think it's a good RPI game for both of us. doesn't really hurt our, our RPI because we're both uh, usually in the top 50, maybe mm-hmm. higher. And so it's a, it's a no-brainer. It's a direct flight, you know. Yeah. Have you settled on a starting group right now to feel pretty good about where you're at? Uh, yeah. No, for the most part, I think we have we, – we're not uh, about 11 starters. We have about 13 or 14 <laughs> starters, yeah. yeah. So so we've got some good depth. And, uh, and yeah, no, I feel, we feel good about how we're progressing. Uh, you know, I just reminded my team that 90 minutes ago we were, we had a great game against uh, St. John's, and so that was what six snail was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, the the difficult part of going through a, a, a hard schedule is making sure your team stays confident. But I think they're they're seeing the progress week by week, and uh, we're looking forward to tonight. And you're pretty set at keeper, obviously. Yes, Imani McDonald, our keeper. She's she's had a great first eight games. Okay, what uh, what what are the expectations out of games at Southfield, generally speaking? Well, these games are, um, obviously, there's a lot of energy in the crowd. And BYU just loves to get out and, and run. Uh, and so we're going to try to uh, keep the ball. We're going to try to control the tempo and, and see if we can uh, maybe negate a little bit of, of the, the, the things that make them go. And, uh, and then at the same time, try to impose our game in, on, this, on this field. A bit of an unusual start time. Heat of the day still may be in effect, but you guys train in the heat of the day all the time. Yeah, we train in the morning. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've had, uh, through the years, we've had a lot of adversity. You know, these kids have been through the ringer. So, so no, we're, we'll, we'll be fine. Coach, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight. Thank you so much. All right, that is Mauricio Ingracia, the head coach of the Long Beach State 49ers. And time now for tonight's Wilner and O'Reilly Laws of the Game feature brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And here's tonight's NCAA soccer rules question. When can the goalkeeper be legally charged? When can you legally go after the keeper? The answer is coming up next, as well as tonight's starting lineups, keys to the game, and the opening kick as Cougar Pre-Match Live continues from Southfield in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back at Southfield, BYU and Long Beach State coming up. First up, the answer in tonight's soccer rules question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. And here is tonight's rules question. When can the goalkeeper be legally charged? And according to rule 12.1.11.1.A, yes, that's a lot of dots. When the ball is not in the goalkeeper's possession, that is, being dribbled with his or her feet, but within playing distance of the goalkeeper. So that's when a goalkeeper can be legally charged. When the ball is not in the goalkeeper's possession, that is, being dribbled with his or her feet, but within playing distance of the goalkeeper. That is Laws of the Game, brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. And this is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.